This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. Today's guest has developed a business that aims to keep plastic and metal out of landfills and put money in your pocket. And I know this guy knows a little bit about money because he has taken it from me on numerous occasions playing poker. Uh, please welcome my pal and the founder and CEO of MeCycle, Mr. Mark Manley. Mark, how are you? You're great. How are you, Dan? I'm, I am good. So I have been privy to you kind of launching this company and getting it off the ground and experimenting. So why don't, before we get into all that, maybe you could kind of give the elevator pitch on what MeCycle is. Uh, yeah, great question. So we're uh, uh, essentially trying to develop a platform for uh, recycling incentives and recycling knowledge uh, that uh, users and companies and recyclers can use to uh, improve the recycling system and get more materials, uh, get more of the right materials recycled. And uh, and importantly, I think, uh, which to me seemed very different, is that, you know, we all take our, our um, garbage cans out to the sidewalk on recycling day and we, we think we're uh, helping the environment. But Mark, what, what mistake are we making by doing that? <laughs> it's a good question. Um, you know, some places the recycling, the curbside recycling is, is pretty good. Uh, one of the challenges though, is that it, you know, you put stuff in your bin on the side of the road and everything gets mixed up. And, uh, and, and so sometimes it, you know, there's too many contaminants in there. And so, uh, it's kind of not worth sorting out and, and recycling or, you know, it, it, it's mixed in with things that aren't really food grade and to kind of clean up the materials to food grade is too difficult. So it gets downcycled as we say in the industry to things like carpets and sweaters. Mm. And that's kind of a, you know, a one way ticket and, and, you know, one time use. Uh, if you really want to recycle things properly uh, you've got to kind of return it back to kind of designated bottle and, uh, or in the case of aluminum can recycling and, uh, you know, to make sure it gets, uh, recycled back into those kind of food grade materials. And, and then, and then, then it can be recycled many more times, uh, into those, into those food grade packages. So how does, how does a, a me cycle work? Uh, you know, for people who aren't familiar with it, uh, what's the experience like on my end? And then, uh, you know, what happens to this stuff so that it is recycled in a way that actually is, is maximizing benefit. Yeah. So we're, we're actually doing two uh, types of programs right now, one in states that have bottle deposits. Uh, and so the bottle deposit system is that system that kind of keeps all those materials separate. So in New York, which has a bottle deposit, 
uh, we offer folks to, you know, they can scan their beer cans and water bottles and soda, soda bottles, uh, the, and, and scan the QR code on, uh, pardon me, the barcode on those, uh, and we'll recognize, yep, that's a Coke bottle or that's a Poland Springs water bottle. And you can um, take those items, uh, put them in a kind of designated me cycle bag. We're working on partnerships with folks to, to collect those, uh, bring them back, and then they'll get recycled back into, um, into new bottles and cans. And the incentives or the, the deposit, uh, we track that value and <clears throat> send the users their money back via Venmo. So they don't have to do anything. They just put it in, you know, they got a me-cycle bag, they put it in the bag, and they don't have to worry about taking it to the store where often machines are full or they're broken or you know, yeah. things aren't quite working. And it, you know, it's kind of a hassle for folks. So it makes it a lot easier for them. Uh, the beauty of our digital app is that it allows you to scan uh, items. As you're scanning those barcodes, it'll tell you right away, oh, yeah, that's got a deposit. And, you know, you can me-cycle it, as we like to say. Or it, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have deposits and it should go in your curbside. Or in some cases, you'll, we're going to expand the database and say, you know, put things in there like, you know, films and chip bags and that kind of thing, which really should just go in the garbage because the recycling of those kinds of materials is really, really hard. And, and you, you contaminate the rest of your curbside if you, if you put it in there. So we're, we've got, we provide that data. We also provide the incentives and then the method for, uh, for getting those collected. So uh, as as a as a beta tester, uh, I could say it was is actually it's kind of fun to use. So basically, as Mark is describing, you've got an app on your phone. So you 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 finish your bottle of water. Now instead of throwing it in the recycling, you scan it, and you you watch uh, that you're getting uh, what you're going to get credited for. You put it in a designated MeCycle container, and then you let them know when the MeCycle container is. Uh, full and someone comes and gets it and you've got uh, money in your account. So it, it's a, it's a win-win. It's pretty cool. We, yeah, we even thought of adding a sound like a, you know, a ka-ching sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, slot machine sound. <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit about how this came to be. Uh, what were you kind of doing before MeCycle and what sort of spurred you to, uh, to, to launch it? So I've been in the sustainability space for a long time um, I, I, in solar uh, projects, mostly utility scale solar projects, uh, kind of financing and engineering of those, uh, doing a lot of due diligence around that. So, um, you know, I've, I've always been thinking about the environment and what's going on, but, you know, sort of in the last few years really noticed, uh, you know, more and more plastics on beaches. You know, we live kind of close to the, uh, Long Island Sound here and, you know, walking the dog and stuff and just still seeing plastic bottles and things washed up um, in places and just thought, you know, there's got to be a better way to to, to understand this. Uh, had a bit of time in the pandemic to sit down and do some research and think about this. So that was mm -hmm. helpful. But um, yeah, really dug in and found that the recycling system is broken, right? Like only 9% of plastics get recycled uh aluminum is a little bit better but you know a lot more could be and, and aluminum is infinitely recyclable it's this wonderful material that mm. uh you know it's much better to recycle uh than try to make you know find raw material to make aluminum 
Uh, and because it's an element, it, you know, it can be recycled as, as many times as you want. Huh. Um, but the systems are kind of broken and so much of this stuff ends up in landfill or even worse in our, you know, oceans and, and landscapes. So kind of dug in and uh, saw this as an industry that uh, was was kind of ripe for disruption, right? Like you haven't seen a lot of uh really interesting innovation in the waste management industry for decades. Yeah. 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 Um, so what, uh, can you start? So you, so you're digging in to this now, are you, did you go like all in on it out of the gate or did you sort of, uh, you know, were you working on it on the side and, and was there a moment where you said, okay, me cycle is what I'm doing now. More coming up from our guests, but first, a word from our sponsor. Who doesn't want to do right by the planet? Well, one of the easiest ways is to use paper. And another is to choose products that come in paper-based packaging. Because paper comes from trees, a natural and renewable resource. And here in the U.S., private forest owners carefully maintain healthy forests and their habitats to provide our essential paper products. And those products can be recycled up to seven times. Thanks to innovative design solutions, everyday items from cosmetics to liquid detergents are now using paper-based packaging, making it easier than ever for consumers to do good for the planet. And the same goes for business owners. Choosing paper-based packaging materials is a great way to take the sustainable path forward that also gives back. So choose paper and help America's forests thrive. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com. And our next sponsor, whether you need digital tools so you can bank on the go, or you need a one-on-one -on -one with an experienced business banker, with PNC Bank, you got it. PNC's business banking team is built entirely around the way you like to do business. Innovative mobile tools that let you manage your cash flow, monitor your payments, and more around the clock give you the flexibility that every business owner needs. And PNC combines those digital tools with a team of business bankers who are ready to sit down and talk about the unique needs of your business and help you develop personalized strategies to move your business forward. Learn how PNC Bank can make a difference for you and your business at pnc.com slash bank your way. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. And we're back. Yeah, I, we worked on it on the side for a little bit uh, and then decided, uh, you know, I was going to kind of give this a full shot and uh, and, um, uh, and and so quit my day job and, and devoted myself full time to this, uh, you know, trying to get customers and, and uh, you know, really we're focused on the software and building up the software and designing out the experience, all that kind of thing. So how how many people are you are on the MeCycle team? So the team is pretty lean. We're uh, I've got a policy person that we've uh, uh, helps us just kind of think about policy, make sure we're doing the right thing that way. Um, we outsource a lot of our app development, so that's done uh, with a great group that we've kind of worked with and some other things in the past and. Uh, they're based in Europe, and that helps keeps our, our costs down. Um, we've had a few, you know, summer interns and stuff because the schools uh, around here are great, and they got some smart kids. And uh, and then we got a really great team of advisors as well that we we work with. 
Um, and I'm, I'm looking to hire an engineer. So, uh, you know, anybody out there that's uh, a good uh, backend developer and knows a lot about data, then, uh, you know, give me a ring. So. Uh, I hear that there's been some layoffs at some really big yeah, tech you know, companies. Yeah, you know, the Thanos snap, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that, that decision-making, uh, to, to quit your day job and go into this, I mean, that's not a, not one that people take lightly, generally speaking. Um, you know, what were, what, what, did you have any sort of like things that you needed to see or hit before you were ready to do that? Or was it just like a sort of gut feeling? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fortunate. I'm, you know, married and have, uh, you know, my wife uh, has a good job uh, uh, in New York. And so, uh, you know, it was a little easier for us to kind of make that decision to, to kind of go do that. So uh, I was actually just talking to somebody today at breakfast about that, that, um, y- yeah, you know, when, when you do found a company and you got to kind of go all in and devote your effort to that, you kind of have to have some resources to, yeah. to make that, you know, possible. And, and so I've, I've been very fortunate that, that I was lucky to be able to do that. So as this thing is coming together, um, have there been any like moments for you? Um, and, you know, just <clears throat> so people know, Mark and I have uh, kids that go to the same school. So we, we've known each other uh, for quite a while. And I know your family has a entrepreneurial bent to it. Um, do you remember a moment with me cycle where you were like, Hey, this is pretty cool. This thing exists. People are using it. Like, do you remember any kind of moment like that? Yeah, there's a couple, uh, you know, one of the really interesting thing, I mean, I love data. And so once we started getting users collecting, all this data, uh, we could, you know, we, and we don't share specific user data with anybody, but, um, you know, you can see these interesting trends. And so, uh, you know, I could, our, our little town here is a, is a loves their seltzer. I can tell you that. So it's just <laughs> little nuggets and things like that. Or, you know, I, I looked after the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I was going to like, oh my God, there's going to be so much beer this weekend, you know, we're seeing, and you know what? Nah, it was still water and seltzer was really, you know, like you think everybody's drinking beer, but they're filling in with a a lot of waters and seltzer. So it's little nuggets of thing like that, that you go, huh, these are some interesting little insights you can get from kind of sort of seeing real-time consumption data from, from folks. That, that must have been confusing to, to you as a, as a Canadian to see people not drinking a lot of beer. Well, yeah, maybe, you know, if we did this in Toronto, it'd be a little different. Right? <laughs> right. Um, so After can the you... Stanley Cup would be... Yeah, know, right, right. <laughs> bottles and bottles of beer. So as a, as, a, as a business, as a company, you know, like, uh, so I understand what you're trying to accomplish and I understand the user's benefits, but what's the, what's the, what's the side of it for you? How is the company, uh, how do you make money and, and how, like, how do you prosper in this process? Yeah, that's a great question. And and just before talking about, you know, us making money, one of the things we found pretty successful is, uh, um, you know, users collect this deposit money and, you know, it's, it's 
it's a decent amount of money. You know, each time we pick stuff up, a bag full is in New York, it's, you know, somewhere between you know, seven and $10 and worth of, of items. Uh, in Connecticut, they're raising their deposits to 10 cents a bottle. So it'd be almost close to $20 in a bag. So, you know, some, some real money, mm. but you know, the kind of affluent neighborhoods and people take that and they, they donate it to lo- local charities. Cause we've set up a, a, a you know, a, a program where you can donate it to a bunch of local, really oh, good causes cool. locally. Yeah. Um, and for us, uh, we charge a little bit, small little pickup fee just to kind of cover those costs, but really the big, uh, you know, the big kind of goal is to create this kind of platform that big brands and big companies can ultimately use to uh, track their sustainability, really understand like, okay, who's re- who's returning my bottles or who's returning my cans and making sure that they're being sustainable so that those brands and companies can, can really sort of uh, say, yeah, look, our, our customers are are sustainable customers and we're getting a lot of this material back rather than it ending up in landfills and oceans so uh being able to sort of share that data with with um with you know big brands and companies where where esg is becoming more and more important uh so we think there's you know definitely revenue potential there and um you know even just with kind of retailers and and brands again just sort of understanding market data and you know who's consuming what and, and some value there and then having that kind of overall platform to because we're, we're working on some pilot projects in, in some other states uh where folks are bringing stuff back to stores uh we've got a small little pilot with uh with four sam's club stores down in el paso texas and you know it's sam's really wants to be sustainable and they want to get that material brought back to uh to their stores so that they can uh you know recycle it and make, you know, new packaging that's, uh, got recycled content in it. Uh, That's, that's great. That's, that's really cool. And I I mean, I I love this idea too, because, uh, you know, you, you've come at it from a a point of view of, of wanting to, to solve a problem that like is everybody's problem, uh, but finding like finding, finding a way to make a, a sustainable business, uh, from it is uh is very cool so i uh i definitely applaud you for that um you could have done anything you're a smart guy mark you could have done anything uh ben you're helping us so thank you for that Um, well that's a nice yeah the addressable market is you know anybody who drinks beverages pretty much yeah 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 you know it's a a really big big market so we're kind of excited (laughs) So, I mean, you, you sort of outlined it a little bit there, but, you know, looking down the road a little bit, you know, what, what's your sort of, um, what, what are some of your, your bigger goals? Well, we ultimately, we'd love to kind of broaden it and, and really become this platform that isn't just for beverages, but also, uh, and, and our pilot in El Paso also covers uh, what are called thermoforms. So those kind of boxier, clear plastic containers that you get fruit and raspberries and you know, salads and muffins and things like that in. Uh, but then even expanding beyond to, you know, maybe other other containers that, you know, still touch consumers and work with big brands and making sure that all those things get recycled properly as well. So, you know, it could be milk jugs, could be like chicken roasters, any anything that, mm. you know, uh could, you know, needs to kind of get more circular and, and be recycled better. So um 
for for people who live in our town, should they um, come to your house and dump their garbage on your front lawn? No, probably not a good idea. Yeah. But, you know, reach, look, go to mecycle.com, uh, M-E-C-Y-C-L-E.com, and uh, you can sign up to get a bag. We'll, we'll uh, drop a bag off. And uh, if you're not in kind of this immediate area, uh, we're looking for more partnerships and, and folks that are collecting things to, uh, you know, work with them and, and you know, partly use some of those, those value of the, the deposits really to kind of help collect other hard to recycle or hard, uh, hard to work with items. So we're, for example, we're actually working with some, uh, uh, compost collection companies cause that's a, you know, very mm. attractive market these days. And the big thing that people want to have done is, you know, being able to compost, but you know, they don't want to have to bring it somewhere. So they want somebody to collect it. So we can partner with folks like that to use the recycling value to help you know, pull along the collect the, the cost of uh, collecting compost, then it's sort of a win-win for you know two streams of uh, materials management. That's that's awesome. So, uh, can you uh, give give us that uh, the uh, website address one more time? Yeah, it's uh, mecycle.com and it's m e dash c y c l e dot com. And uh, was that I've. That that name, it's a great name, but man, that, I'm I'm surprised that was available. Yeah, well, that's why we had to add the dash, right? Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the company name's available. It's trademarked. It's uh, you know, it's kind of like everybody's got to do their bit to recycle, right? Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's you know, great. Recycle. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Well, Mark, thank you. Uh, thanks for breaking this down, and thanks for doing the the good work you do on behalf of other citizens of the planet. So uh, thanks for letting us know what's happening with MeCycle. All right. Awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Big people. Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks.